Are we burying Zach Wilson too soon? The latest Hall of Fame semifinalists are here. Who should make the cut? Plus, our Week 12 Power Rankings. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What up and welcome in to another edition of Locked On NFL. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Are we overreacting to Zach Wilson's struggles against the Patriots and really his struggles all season long? We're going to talk New York Jets football in just a second. But first, a reminder that today's show brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. And thank you so much for making us your first listen here on locked on NFL. Let's dive into this, Tony, because yep. Zach Wilson was at nine of 22, 103 yards against the Patriots. Everyone wants to bury him. It's all Jimmy G is going to make so much money for the jets next year. Is Aaron Rodgers going to pull a Brett Favre and end up in New York? I mean, there's so much talk on social media right now about the jets quarterback situation and let me ask you, what are your thoughts on Zach Wilson? What are your thoughts on on Robert Salah deciding to essentially not commit to Wilson, but kind of open things up to a competition, which if you do that in New York, it is a slippery, slippery slope. I, I would hate to be Salah and have to answer that question. Um, and I know us media types have to do our job. I get it. But when you're still probably processing all of that stuff for somebody to just ask you, are you, are you considering this? If you say no, and then you do it, then you're a liar. If you say, yeah, I'm considering it. Well, you probably already done it. You know what I'm saying? Because you stopped that train from moving in that direction. And you probably, unless you say, until you say it, you got everybody sitting around with bated breath with their eyes all big, not knowing what the next move is. I don't know if, the performance on the field uh, is what is getting this kid canceled by a lot of people. i tell you what it would, though, and what will, and you, we talk about this all the time, when people get tired of hearing you talk. when so, Once someone is tired of hearing you and, and, and they've checked out, really nothing you say is going to work. And, and I think what his problem is is he's a little smug, man. He has a little – he has this little thing where you have to know when to, to take it all on yourself, even if you don't believe it. You are the de facto person that has to be blamed for everything because you're the one who gets credit when everything goes well because you're the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And so I get the sense when trying to read the room from a distance that he has a lack of accountability that is pissing his teammates off and those people in the locker room. And he's, and he's not doing that part of it. And at that position, that's exactly what you have to do. At some point, you got to, even when it's not your fault, man, you can go out there and go 25 for 26 for 300 yards and three touchdowns and no picks. And you can say, you know what? I should have completed that other pass. And if I did, we wouldn't be in this situation. That's what you have to do. And when you're the guy, you can't talk about the win when you're the guy with the, the strong rifle arm. And oh, by the way, the dude that's supposed to have a noodle arm completes a high percentage of his passes in those same conditions. That mm -hmm. doesn't look well to your team. And I think the problem right now for him is even his own people don't believe it. It's twofold. One, Zach Wilson should have absolutely took 
some accountability for, for that. Obviously, they were awful on offense. They were the worst. You can't put up three points against anyone. I don't care. All right? And it's not like they don't have weapons. They have some weapons. Were conditions great? No. Um, could the, the offense be, you know, help them out a little bit? I, I don't know. You know why? Because he couldn't complete a, a pass behind the line of scrimmage. So it was awful. With that said, Tony, the Jets are the Jets are the Jets are the Jets. <laughs> and the Jets are going to Jet. Because yep. last week, what did, what, what did Zach Wilson do? He was 18 of 25. He wasn't the, the reason that they handled business against the Bills, but he kept them in. It didn't turn the ball over. Had a 101 quarterback rating. Threw one touchdown, no picks, like I said, and ran for 24 yards. Was was solid. Mm-hmm. And now it's, oh, my God, he's the worst thing ever. Oh, Calm the heck down. And I almost said something that on our national show that I shouldn't say. Calm yeah, down. Say I would have said that's, that. That's, that's the problem. Is everyone's losing their mind now? What? Because Bill Belichick's defense is really good. Like right? duh, because right. Zach Wilson, a young quarterback, struggled against Bill Belichick. Welcome to the club. It, that's the part of it. And now you got all these national analysts. Oh man, you got to go to Joe Flacco. I wouldn't put. I, I saw a national analyst on Tuesday, and I was at the gym. I wasn't tuned into this person, so it's not like I'm just giving him attention. But this gentleman said. <laughs> that they needed to to go to to one of the other quarterbacks on the roster. I would assume it would be Mike White. But go to another quarterback on the roster because they would be worried about Zach Wilson getting booed at MetLife this week. What? Who cares? You know when they're not going to boo at MetLife? Halfway through the game if you're beating up on the Chicago Bears. So everyone get a grip and realize that you've overachieved this season if you're the Jets. Calm down, Robert, and keep that same attitude that you did after the game where you're sticking with the kid. You're not going to Mike White isn't the answer, and you're going to get blown, crushed if you somehow make it to the playoffs with him. You know who's not the answer? Joe Flacco. Ten years ago, people were talking about if he was a leader or not. So that's not the answer either. The answer is either Zach Wilson or someone that isn't on the roster. Keep starting Zach Wilson. Tell him that he needs to be more accountable and understand and be direct with him while also having the perspective that he's 5-2 and two as the starter this year. Mm. He played well against the Bills, who are considerably better, at least on paper, than the Patriots. And Bill Belichick kicks the tail of plenty of young quarterbacks. Like, just stop overreacting because he said no. You know why Zach Wilson said no? Part of the reason is because he was worried that whatever he did say was going to get blown up, and he misspoke. Now, that is on him because when you're QB1, you need to figure it out and say the right things and do the right things. You're right, and he needs to be more accountable. But this idea that they need to bench him for who? For who? Who are we talking about right now? Right. Zach Wilson should continue to start. I would agree, and I think he should continue to start because if you have your finger on the pulse of the team and you're the coach, you select who – you don't wait until it's evident. Let me give, let me give you an example. If you know your kid is bad, right, mm-hmm. then you need to discipline your kid. Don't wait till your kid goes to the grocery store and throws a tantrum in the aisle and knocks all the cans down to say, oh, now I'm going to be a disciplinarian. No, you live with him. You knew that a little demon was going to do that at some point. So my thing is, as a, as, a, as a leader, you have to make proactive choices and not reactionary choices and decisions for your football team. And if Salah, was, if Salah thought that Zach Wilson gave them the best chance to win, 
Sunday morning, he should probably think that he gives them the best chance to win Monday morning. He just had a bad game. game. He had a bad game. game. Right. But I will will tell you this, though. Some of the things that led up to draft day and Mm -hmm. that were said about him, this arm strength, this Patrick Mahomes arm and throwing trick shots, that's the stuff I think that's blinding people about this kid right now because you can't tell me you, you can't throw the ball in the wind when everyone saw you throwing trick shots and flipping the ball every which way. See, the thing, it's the hole that he's digging himself out of now. And nobody's giving you the benefit of the doubt because the very thing that you failed to do the other day was what everyone says that you could do really well, right? That you could throw the ball in the wind, that you could, you could, it wouldn't bother you because you could throw a, a strawberry through a moving locomotive. Well, now you got to live with all of that acclaim and it's going to affect the way people feel about you. That's why these preconceived notions about these dudes, man, sometimes it, it gets them in more trouble than it does uh, help them in the long run. If for sure. No, no doubt. And, you know, we could debate that and go back and debate picking him and all of those things. But let's not go too crazy. No. And just a little perspective. Do you, did you get outplayed Usa. by the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, absolutely you did. Can you fix it? Absolutely you can. Starting this week with the Chicago Bears. We'll see what they do in New York. Up next, Hall of Fame semifinalists have been announced. Who should make the cut? We will talk about that next right here on Locked On NFL. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. BetterHelp Therapy Online is, look, life doesn't come with a user manual. And and sometimes you need help, direction, and having a therapist that's trained to figure out the cause and challenging of emotions to learn to be productive and and find the the coping skills to get you through those tough times. Well, that's what you're going to get with BetterHelp. Everyone deserves to feel their best. BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. They're the world's largest therapy service. They've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. They have a whole checklist that they go through to match you with a therapist that is going to be right for you, and you can switch therapists at any time. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp.com slash Locked on. Thank you for joining us here on Locked on Jaguar. Uh, Locked on Jaguars. Look at that. <laughs> happen. Locked on NFL. <laughs> making us your first listen here. I tell you, man, I'm all cloudy today. And this is water, by the way. This is not tequila or vodka. So I that was just an honest mistake. Hall of Fame, man. They, they got the eligibility list out. And uh, mm-hmm. I think both of us have someone from our own particular fan base is speaking of Jaguars and Bengals that's on that list that we think deserves uh, some consideration. And then there are some people that I think are absolute locks to get in or should already be in. First of all, let me tell you something. Andre Johnson should have been in already. I think Reggie Wayne has a real good case as a wide receiver, but typically the wide receivers, I'm going to let you go through the list in a minute. Mm -hmm. I think the one guy that's a shoe in is Terrell Revis. Play, played in a big market, had a nickname, you know what I'm saying? And was like for six years considered the guy. He also is a champion. Dwight Freeney should probably also be uh, a lock. I'm going to make my case for Fred Taylor again. I'm going to do it here today. But first of all, I'm going to let you go through the list first. Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Anquan Bolden, Henry Ellard, 
uh, uh, London Fletcher, Dwight Freeney, James Harrison, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, like you mentioned, Albert Lewis, Robert Mathis, Darrell Revis, Steve Smith Sr., Fred Taylor, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Heinz Ward, DeMarcus Ware, Ricky Waters, Reggie Wayne, Vince Wolfert, Patrick Willis, Darren Woodson. Um, obviously, a lot of these guys won't make it. I'll, I'll give you the locks. Joe Thomas is a lock. He's going to make it. Lock. I'd be surprised if he lock. Didn't. Right. To, to, to me, Willie Anderson should be in consideration, like you said. He's certainly not a lock. Um, but that that's the local one, so I'll get that out of the way. But as far as locks go, Darrell Revis is a lock. Um, and, and of the other like potential locks, is James Harrison, Rodney Harrison, Dwight Freeney. I I, I don't know if those are are locks. Rondé Barber. Freeney had a career where he should be, and uh, I don't think Harrison should be a lock. I think Dwight Freeney should be a lock. Um, because really, he harassed I, your Jaguars for years, you you saw him up close. Yeah, but he did he did everything you were supposed to do. I mean, sure. the, I mean, just constantly, just being that dude consistently for like a decade. Yeah, and and uh, I know he's over a hundred sacks, and he, he's a champion, and all of that. At some point, it, I, I disagree with a lot of people that say that it's the Hall of Very Good. You know, it's not the Hall of Very Good. Some guys get in based on career merit, and and I don't. I love Deion Sanders sometimes, but this whole guy shouldn't have a jacket the same color as me. Well, I think that's a joke because I think in our minds, there, like in the NBA, for instance, there's a pecking order, right? Mm -hmm. We know when you talk about the greatest players of all time, and then in everybody's mind, there's that other table, and there's okay. So in the NFL, there's that other table. Deion, Mm -hmm. you're you're at that table. Barry Sanders, Lawrence Taylor, Jerry Rice, y'all are at a whole. Same jacket, different position in the room. Everybody knows that. Sure. And, and in our consciousness, you know that. You don't have to give them another color jacket. So the thing is, is those guys dominated. Andre Johnson's statistics. Like if Larry Fitzgerald was on his list, he'd be, he'd be, he'll be number one with a bullet. But when you look at those guys, look at what Andre Johnson actually did. I think Andre Johnson had three individual seasons that's better than any one season Larry Fitzgerald ever had so it's just like and you think his entire career he caught balls to Matt Shaw mm-hmm. no and, and Larry had some some bad quarterbacks he was catching he balls did too. both of them carried the Cardinals to a Super Bowl championship right you know but but to your point Andre Johnson was a baller and so like for example on this list is it Andre Johnson or Heinz Ward to me Heinz Ward this should be it for him he shouldn't be able to make it past this, right? And you might right. say, always oh, a champion or always oh, this. He was never. He was never Andre Johnson. He no. was never. I don't think he was ever Reggie Wayne. No. And again, now, that's now not- to Now to Steeler fans, he sure. did personify a certain toughness. He was like, him great. and Anquan Bolden seemed like they came from the same egg. You know what no I'm saying? No doubt. And, the, and that's great. Blocking, but that's not it. You're right. That's D- not Doug, a Hall of Doug, Fame. Doug Baldwin. That's who that is. And I know Pittsburgh Steelers fans are going to think I'm crazy, but just because you personify, a, you know, an, an identity for your team doesn't make your Hall of Fame play. Yeah, I'll retire his number there, and then that's that, right? And and so, yeah, there there are a couple on here, and and who knows, you know, who else makes it? I I think, you know, Willie Anderson should be in. I mean, when you talk about right tackles, you talk to anyone that played against him, and it's like, oh, that dude, that dude was a monster. 
Right. And he just played on some bad teams, and and they didn't get good until his what eighth season, ninth season with the Bengals, and then he played a season, you know, a couple seasons with with them with Carson, and then after that he went to Baltimore for a year, and then that was that. But yeah, well, if uh, another argument is going to happen for the Devin Hester, and I'm a little bit, he's the greatest to ever do that, right? I I, I just don't know if if a guy who's like a specialist. But then they, the, the late gate, the late great uh, Ray Guy's there. Mark Mosley's there. I think Vinatieri, mm-hmm. if he ain't there, he's going to be there. He's going to be there. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to definitely put Justin Tucker in there one day. So the thing is, is if you do that, bro, you can't say that a specialist can't make it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a great player from the line of scrimmage, though. He just wasn't. But you put him in that punt and kick return area, he was absolutely fabulous. So yep. he's going to, he's going, and he was like, like really good at it. Like better than Deion Sanders at it. Yeah. And you know, so I'm gonna go back to my argument for Fred Taylor. R- r- real quick, real quick, go, just go on Heinz Ward, because there's a couple other receivers here. Who are you taking? Heinz Ward or Steve Smith? Steve Smith. Me too. Who are you taking? Tory Holder or Heinz Ward? Tory Holt. Okay. I was just just trying to close close the argument. And and yeah. I would take Heinz Ward over Anquan Bolden. It's close though. It is close because, I, like it, I said, and, and I don't know. I might take Anquan, man. Yeah, Anquan was the their same. wide receiver one in Baltimore when they won it. So. Yeah, and they're kind of the same dude. They built on toughness, and 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 Anquan Bolden, you know, for me is special because he played quarterback at Florida State, played wide receiver. He's just he he never really got his due either, and it's all because he doesn't run very well. But he's a good person, a good man, tough, and NFL guys respect the hell out of him. But that doesn't mean you're a Hall of Famer. Fred Taylor. Tell me about, yeah, tell me about Fred. He's Taylor. a Hall of Famer. Eight, eight seasons where he averaged over four point six yards a carry. Eight. Mm-hmm. That's a Hall of Famer to me. He averaged four point six yards a carry for his career, but in eight separate seasons, he averaged four point six yards a carry. I think he's what in the top fifteen in rushing. He's a Hall of Famer. Six one, two hundred and thirty pounds. Ran a four three. Um, all of his peers said that he was ridiculously talented. Ray Lewis has said it. Derek Brooks has said it. Warren Sapp has said it. The late, not the late, but the great Jim Brown has said it, that he's basically, when you see Fred Taylor, you saw Adrian Peterson. LaDainian Tomlinson said he modeled everything out to Fred Taylor and would watch to see what Fred Taylor did. He physically had it. He did it on the field. Eight. Consec- eight different seasons over 4.6 yards a carry. I think he's a Hall of Famer, and I don't even think it should be even discussed. I can argue with you. I- I'm not sure he makes it this round. You know, He's certainly right. not on the lock list. We'll see. And th- that's what makes these debates a lot of fun. And What's uh, weird, though, what's wild is he was one of the top backs. What Every, every year what hurt him, they talk about Pro Bowls and all of that stuff. One he Pro played. Bowl. Well, he played, though, with some guys in the AFC because LaDainian was always going to go. But then you had these other dudes, like Jamal Lewis had a 2,000-yard season, right? Mm-hmm. And then another year, Priest Holmes went ballistic. So you had these dudes that had these one year here, one year there, and it was all during the time when he was just consistently going on about his business every week. Mm-hmm. I yeah, get Chris, it. Right. Chris Johnson went for 2,000 yards twice, and Fred was just going about his business just every single week. And because those guys would have those seasons like that, that would push him down a little bit. And then you had LT who was always going to do it. So it was like, that's what it was. Curtis Martin was always – Curtis Martin was kind of the same guy, just going about his business, chugging along every week. But he got he got his due. 
And a lot of it has to do with the fact that he played in New York and New England and Fred played in Jacksonville. And that's I, the bias that I'm talking about. I get it. No, I get it. Heck, there's a guy named Corey Dillon that isn't even on this list that See? to me was uh, carrying a lot of bad teams and didn't even make the, the semi. No, no one even mentions him as a potential Hall of Fame. No, no one even mentions him. Mm-hmm. And he ran for 1,600 plus yards in New England and uh, won, won a, a ring or two. So, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where there's a lot of debates and uh, we'll see if Fred could get in. We'll see if Willie can get in. We know some of those locks are certainly going to get in. Up next, let's discuss Week 12. Our Week 12 power rankings are here. We'll dive into them with some teams that won, that dropped. We'll do that next. Today's show is brought to you and sponsored by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. Trust me, I know I run two small businesses, and it can be a challenge. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best Qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Can you imagine trying to staff a 10-chair salon with the eccentric personalities that's in that business without a little bit of help that makes you get the perfect match? Well, I went to LinkedIn, and you can do the exact same thing. What you have to do is add your job to to the and the purple hiring frame the hashtag hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview linkedin jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right, let's dive into these Week 12 power rankings. And no surprise, the Kansas City Chiefs remain on top as they should. No-brainer. What a win for them over the Chargers. The Philadelphia Eagles are second. They move up a spot. The Bills move up a spot to third. The 49ers fourth. Cowboys fifth. Dolphins sixth. Ravens seventh. Vikings slide from two to eight. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the Bengals actually drop as well from eighth and on, even though they beat the Steelers on the road. The Titans who face the Bengals this week, are 10th. They move up from 12th. Your thoughts on the top 10, Tony? I like it. I absolutely like it. I still don't think everybody – there's there's one unbeatable team on this list, though. Not one. Even Kansas City. I've seen some – I've seen Kansas City look like they could get gotten, especially by a real good team that can play some defense. So, But I really do. I like it. I don't think the Bengals should have fallen. I think they should have remained where they were. I probably like the Ravens right now a little bit better than everyone else, but those 49ers, man, I'm telling you, they're making a move, and they look really, really good. The Dolphins are too high. I like the Ravens better than the Dolphins, Bengals better than the Dolphins, and the Titans have won 7 of 8. Why would they not be ahead of the Dolphins? So um, I, I think that would be the one. Uh, you, you know, this this back end, suddenly, like, if I was buying stock, it would be nice to have 6 through 10 because I think the Titans are playing well. The Vikings, everyone's low on now, and we'll see. They got New England this week. Um, the Ravens, look, they won ugly, but they still won. And the Bengals, they've been shorthanded, and they've won four or five. So I like the back end of that top five. Uh, 11 is Seattle, followed by Tampa Bay, trying to go on a run. They play the Browns this week. They've won two straight. They're 12th, followed by the Patriots, Giants, and Jets. Oh, my gosh, the Jets still in the top 15. Zach Wilson's crew. The Los Angeles Chargers fall to 16. Commanders, 17. Falcons, 18. Lions, 19. Packers, 20. It's ugly in Green Bay right now. And 21, the Arizona Cardinals. 
Yeah, my man Alex Clance is going through it with the Cardinals, but it turns out <laughs> it turns out that he is absolutely right. Check him out on Lockdown Cardinals. Um, of those teams that you just mentioned, I think the Chargers can still be dangerous. They just don't figure out how to win games. Those commanders, man, are sneaky. You got to watch them with old Taylor Heineken, man. People forget that when the Bucs won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, they gave Tampa all they wanted in the divisional game in the playoffs. Seattle is still a hard, hard team, but uh, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I say your because I talk bad about Tom Brady, they look like they're ready to start uh, waking up and making a little bit of a run. And shout out to Bill Belichick for doing what he does as well. 22 through 32, Browns, Saints, Rams, Bears, Steelers, Colts, Jaguars, Raiders, Broncos, Panthers, and Texans. Um, the Rams are a huge disappointment. They look like they got the itis where they just – ate a whole bunch of turkey and just decided just to sleep through the rest of the season. Um, the Colts still remain a disappointment. I think the Broncos might fire their coach after one season because you can talk about why they're where they are, James, but you have to ask yourself, is he the one to bring us out of it? And I don't think he has what it takes to bring them back from where they are. Yeah, it's uh, it's wild. This back end is the Raiders. Too. Got, the Raiders are terrible, too. Hey, they won. They won now. That, yeah. They buckle the, up. They, they beat the Broncos. Yeah, they beat the Broncos. I know it. I know it. Believe me. It's uh, the Broncos favored this week, by the way, according to Bet Online against the Panthers, which is interesting. So, uh, yeah, this slate is rough. There's a lot of a lot of ugly matchups, at least on paper, in, in Week yeah. 12. But yeah, this back end, Deshaun Watson, one more week, Cleveland. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like you're going to be in it, at least for you. Andy Dalton keeping the Saints alive a little bit. But you're right, the Rams. I thought the Rams were going to have a little bit of a puncher's chance. You know, you get past the Saints, catch your breath a little bit. Couldn't do it. And now Matt Stafford in concussion protocol again. One of the worst, and it's not all their fault. Obviously, they've dealt with injuries. But one of the worst title defenses I think we've ever seen. I think that's fair to say. Especially and considering uh, they still have guys that are in the top three at their respective positions in the league. Rams is, um, is Jalen? Cooper Cup. Well, somebody said it this week. I saw somebody reputable said he's like ranked third, you know, but I'm just asking because it, it does feel like, and I think it started in the postseason last year, but teams, they haven't shied away from him. They, they no, didn't. but he's not. He also like against Hopkins. He didn't get destroyed. He was right on him every time. And it was like a, just a real good catch. You yeah. know, you, you know, I don't see him getting picked on as much, but when you talk a lot, that's what happens. Everybody blows everything up. No um, doubt. Uh, but, yeah, I, I still think he's real, real good. They have to settle on a position for him, that star position. Just play him at corner because if you don't, when you stick him out there, if he hasn't had reps out there, he's going to get beat. Mm -hmm. I don't get – these guys will punish you for not having those reps over and over again. So, but having Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Jalen Ramsey being top-heavy, it got him a title, but now it looks like it's costing them because they look terrible. They look absolutely horrible as a team, man. But Hey, man. But by the way, real quick before we leave, Odell Beckham Jr., you better not go to the Giants. You saw who they are. Do not do it. It's phony, phony season. He's going Don't to Dallas. It. He's going to Dallas. He better. At least they got a shot here. The, you cannot go there and catch passes from Daniel Jones. Do not. I, I don't think you're going to win in Dallas either. Tony Wiggins will put on all of his Cowboys gear, OBJ. If you I don't have no Cowboys gear on. I can't stand those jokers. But oh, the thing man, is. Oh, it, man, you are about to be OBJ'd up. You're about to have no, I'm not. photos in the back. No, I'm not. I, I can feel it. I no, I'm not. I just try to be real, man. Dallas got a lot of talent, and they can rush the passer. You know, I love teams that can rush the passer. He I should actually, go to Tampa. But he I actually, I actually think. Tampa. Yeah, I think the 49ers right now are looking like the team that nobody wants to be screwing around with. So should he go there? 
That would be interesting. If I'm San Francisco, I'd be interested. I would load up. Uh, I would I would load up. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot of people. But the Giants, like, I wouldn't even take a meeting, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's the Giants. And it's Daniel Jones, right? Well, yeah, so much, yeah, yeah. so much for so much for New York, New York. We did that show a few weeks back, and mm, that kind of blew up in our face a little bit. No, no, no. The Jets just just hold on a little. They may kick the crap out of the Bears this weekend. All right, we'll see. We'll see, man. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, man. You guys you take too. care of each other. Enjoy your family. Eat uh, a ridiculous amount of food, and I'm um, hungry right now. Absolutely enjoy yourself. Until next week, it's Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. We'll t- take care of each other. We'll see you.